Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Fourth and Inches Show with Janet and the Sherpa. Except this week, we are minus the Sherpa. Uh, we have a wonderful guest co-host, the fantasy football player extraordinaire, and the the best mini fiction writer I've ever encountered, Mr. C.D. Carter, and. We've got a whole bunch of good stuff for you tonight. We're going to talk to CD a little bit about where you can find him when he's not graciously stepping in to co-host with me. We're also going to take a look at all of the week three matchups, tell you who to start, who to sit. Um, maybe we'll argue less than Scott and I do. It's hard to say, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and we'll give you some ideas on what to, who to pick up on the waiver wire, players we love and players we're staying away from this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us throughout the show and have your opinion or question heard, there are a number of ways to do that. We'll be here until 10.30 Eastern. That is a whole hour of us, so sit down, relax, stay a while. <laughs> you can find us uh, on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. You can email us as well under the same handle, the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 347-677-1608. That's 347-677-1608. We also have the chat room open tonight if you want to stop by and say hi there. And you can find our personal Twitter accounts from the show page as well. And like I said, feel free. We're here for an hour. If you've got questions, let us know. Let's say hi to C.D. Carter. Let's Talk about you for a couple of minutes. you want to tell us how you got into fantasy football? Sure. Yeah, and thanks for having me again. Uh, I, um, I've i been a fantasy obsessive for uh, probably about four years now, um, eating away at my uh, social and family life for the benefit <laughs> of... Uh, it's a downhill of, spiral. <laughs> right, uh, for the benefit of finishing uh, runner-up in my keeper league one year. So that Ooh. was uh, pretty much my... Uh, most glorious moment. Very um, nice. Uh, but uh, right now I write for the fake football, thefakefootball.com. Love it. Uh, I, Very good I a, Yeah, I write a streaming defenses column uh, every week and then uh, random uh, rantings and ravings about other things that are happening. And uh, Sounds like you'll fit in perfectly here. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and then I write for uh, the Bleacher Report uh along with uh, 187,000 other people who also like fantasy football. Pretty much everybody on Twitter, it feels like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have a a staff of of half a million people. So um, (laughs) I've been writing for them for a couple months, and um, I'm something known as a featured columnist for Bleacher Report, so I write a few stories Mm -hmm. a week. Um, My day job, I'm an education reporter, so um, maybe... I'm thinking that maybe my journalism background influences the way I write about fantasy football. Um, but I, I guess that's up to readers to decide. But, I, yeah, I encourage you to definitely visit thefakefootball.com. And, uh, uh, oh, and also um, I write fiction, which is something that uh, I'm sure that most people can say uh, at, at some point in their lives, uh, most writers can say. But a lot of my fiction is on Amazon, um, short stories mm-hmm. mostly. Uh, I recently wrote one um, called Fantasy Football's Fertile Ground, which is specifically for fantasy obsessives. It's a, 
uh, tells a story of basically what amounts to um, lots of blood and guts and fancy football. So I'm not sure what else you could ask for, but... Um, <laughs> I love available. the story. I, I actually downloaded it after reading your interview on Zach Law's site. And uh, yeah. if if you're into fantasy football at all, it's a great read. It's not very long, so people who who try to tell me, oh, I don't like to read, like, you can get through it. It's worth it. It's only 99 cents. I think you can swing it. and Definitely be sure to check it out over there. Well, thanks for reading. And, and yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a buck. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, listeners out there have paid a buck for some horrendous iTunes songs. So, <laughs> you know, give it a shot. And if you hate it, then uh, leave a comment on my Amazon page and tell me how horrible I am. That would, uh, <laughs> you can just join forces with your nemesis, Pat, on Twitter and harass you. It, it, exactly, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, from from Pat Lane, uh, I've used this death threat, uh, <laughs> various other kinds of uh, threats. So uh, so anything, any kind of feedback would, would be great. Um, I've had some success with uh, Fantasy Football's Turtle Ground, and I'm working on another one right now. Uh, so I will um, feed your obsession uh, through uh, some fiction soon. Awesome. I love it. I can't wait to read it. And uh, we've got a, a nice full schedule of games this week, so let's just jump right in. We have the ever-present Thursday night game. I love that we have one every week this year. Uh, this week we have the Sherpas Giants playing in Carolina. And what? how are you feeling about this game? Who do you think is well, going to come out on top? First of all, I have to disagree with you on the Thursday night thing. I actually <laughs> I hate Thursday night football more maybe than anything in my life right now. Why? Uh, I think I think that <laughs> I mean I mean look at uh if you if you think about uh you know fantasy sports, fantasy football specifically as a drug and Roger Goodell <laughs> is our drug dealer. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's know, a fair analogy. <laughs> yeah, I mean look at he's keeping us strung out. I mean he's he wants us to 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 remain high all week, right? So mm-hmm. he starts us on Thursday. Uh, we get a little <laughs> hit then, and then we wait three days for you know for Sunday, and then that's our you know we we, we all go bananas on, on Sunday. We uh, we indulge completely, and then and then we wait till Monday, and then it all starts three days later after you know after that. So it's, uh, it's I, I hate it. I hate playing fantasy players on Thursdays. Because then you have to deal with the pain and agony of knowing that you benched the wrong guy for three days. Yep. Anyway, that's just me. But uh, or your quarterback was Jay Cutler, and things get bad early for you. Right. (laughs) I mean, no, no, seriously. I mean, on if you if you were on Twitter during that Bears Packers game last week, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I was seriously concerned for some people. I I I think that 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 people might have been in danger of you know self harm during that game. I mean, you know, they're watching their quarterback throw a pick. Brandon Marshall didn't get a ball thrown to him until, what, like the beginning of the fourth quarter or the end of the third, something like that? It wasn't uh, pretty. Go ahead. <laughs> Definitely not a pretty sight, especially not if you were Jay Cutler. <laughs> right. I mean, I, mean, it's a, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had like had like 100 yards into the in, into the second half. I mean, people were, uh, were, were horrified uh, watching these games. And there's nothing to balance that because there's obviously no other game going on. So it's you know on a Sunday if Aaron Rodgers is having a so-so day, but your you know your Darren McFadden or or your your somebody else is going crazy, 
and it doesn't matter. You don't care because you're beating your opponent by 30, even though Aaron Rodgers is um, <laughs> tanking. Anyway, long story short, Thursday Night Football is right. clearly from the devil. <laughs> but yet here you are still playing. But I watch it every night, uh, every Thursday, and probably watch replays too, mostly because I um, hate myself. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's how I feel about Thursday night. <laughs> well, how do you feel about the Giants and, and the Panthers this week? Well, uh, I guess I will be covering covering the uh, visiting teams here. Um, should I go through those players now? Go for it. Okay. Um, I actually like this game to be somewhat uh, high-scoring. I don't think that it will be the dud that the Packers-Bears game was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure everybody knows that Akeem Nix and um, their third receiver, Hickson, uh, mm-hmm. uh, are out for the Giants. Um, so uh, that, I, that probably means Victor Cruz will get about 77 targets uh, tomorrow Lovely. night. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, even with Nixon, you know, he gets fed the ball all the time. Um, I might be bitter about Cruz because um, I was a Mario Manning camera last year, and uh, <laughs> so he pretty much ruined my life. But um, <laughs> you're not you're not carrying that around at all. I I couldn't yeah. tell. <laughs> no, I'll uh, I might forget that in, my, in about thirty years. But um, until then, um, I haven't <laughs> had an issue with Victor Cruz, but. Uh, so, I mean, I think that Victor Cruz is a no-brainer. Uh, you play him. You expect mm-hmm. big things from him. Um, I actually, I'm not a huge Eli guy because um, I think that the uh, Giants will will run early and often against the Panthers. The Panthers have one of the worst uh, run defenses in the league. They're ranked 28. I know it's only been two weeks, so there's not much sample size, but um, they ranked 28th, and, uh, you know, Pierre Thomas uh, looked like the second coming of Eric Dickerson last week. So that's, um, <laughs> uh, you know, that's something that, that really benefits Andre Brown, who will be um, filling in for Ahmad Bradshaw, who will miss the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've heard some concern about Brown uh, with uh, David Wilson, the rookie, uh, kind of waiting in the wings to take over that role. But... I mean, anyone who watched the season opener, the Dallas um, Giants game a couple weeks ago, knows yeah. that uh, knows that Wilson is going to be in the doghouse for a long time. I mean, that, that's pretty much his residence for the next, I don't know, six weeks or more. Which I think is ironic since they pretty much rode Tiki Barber and his butter fingers forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that, I think it's just because you know he's a rookie. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Tom Coughlin. Just like uh, just like the John Fox in Denver, I think Coughlin has kind of a veteran fetish. I mean, he's true. Somewhat uh, somewhat hateful of rookies, uh, and so he you know he he already has that mindset. A guy fumbles on his what like second or third carry of the first yep. game. I mean, he, yep. he you know he, he may never emerge. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I'm I'm not saying that you should sell. David Wilson, or, or drop him to the waiver wire. I, I think that he does have a future there, um, and in dynasty leagues, you know, keep him for uh, for a long mm-hmm. time. But uh, this week, uh, it's pretty clearly Andre Brown is going to be a three down back. I mean, look, the, the guy's a replacement level talent. I mean, he's 
um, he'll get what's blocked for him and pretty much mm-hmm. nothing more. But, um, you know, against a, a horrible run defense like the Panthers, that's all you need. I mean, you know, that's uh, I, I can see him easily going for 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, he, yeah. He'll touch There's the ball There's going to be a lot times. of scoring. Somebody's got to get those points. Right. I mean, he'll he'll touch the ball 20 times. Uh, I think that that he should be played above above a lot of running backs this week. I mean, I see him ranked around the 18 to 20 mark by a lot of a lot of really respectable sites, mm-hmm. and I think that might be a little conservative, honestly. Mm, I'll take it. Even though I'm a Cowboys fan, I'd rather see them lose, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure you would. And as, as for as for Eli, I, I I just I mean I know he he threw for like well like 847 yards last week, but um about yeah, yeah 510 or whatever <laughs> it was. But um I, I don't you know that that's not something that that you can bank on. I mean this is not a a Lions offense where Matt Stafford's going to throw the ball, you know, 45 times a game. Um, you know Eli, I could see him throwing you know, 25, 27 times, you know, maybe having a touchdown or two. But the, the yardage won't be there like it was against the Bucks when they were in, you know, mm-hmm. full-on comeback mode. Yeah, I think Cam Newton will have a little bit better of a day in the air, mostly because the Giants seem less inclined to pass block than, than pretty much anything else. Uh, the one thing they do shut down really well is the tight end, so definitely don't play Greg Olson this week. Uh it, it pains me to say to start Cam Newton. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I think you have to this week. Wide receiver Steve Smith did leave last week's game with a sore knee, but he says he's good to go. I believe him. He plays well against the Giants. Go ahead and start him and Brandon LaFell this week. He had eight targets last week. I, I would be surprised if it was much lower than that this week. Um, I'm going to say no to Jonathan Stewart, maybe to D'Angelo Williams. Uh, no Mike Tolbert, even though he was a touchdown sniper last week. I just Until he gets double-digit carries, I'm not ready to start him. They say yes to their kicker, but no to the defense. I agree with you. I think it will be high scoring on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's can get I away ask, from Thursday night. Oh, go ahead. Can I ask real quick? You, you said you said you don't you don't like him. Is this a personal grudge? I mean, do you not, you not like him on a personal <laughs> level? I don't I don't know. I just I never really bought into the hype. I I kind of feel the same way about Eli Manning. I just never I never got into it the way that a lot of other people did. I don't I don't see him as an elite quarterback and Cam Newton I think is going to be hitting more of a sophomore slump this year. I think teams know how to game plan for him better and I just think it's going to be more of a down year for him not looking at 4000 pass yards like last year. Nothing crazy like that. But you and I are on the size of the spectrum, I think, on camp because <laughs> I, I I didn't understand, you know, you know, coming into the year when when everybody uh, was uh, obsessed with drafting one of the one of the big three or four quarterbacks early, mm-hmm. you know, in the first round. I never understood why Cam Newton was on the tail end of that of that top three or four or five uh, uh, quarterback obsession. I uh, I don't see any reason. Uh, why he shouldn't have been the first quarterback off of every board in the fantasy draft this year. Uh, he he's not um, he's not just a running a running quarterback. He was uh, the, the entire offseason obsessively uh, studying game film, uh, wanting to become a better passer. 
but but also not reluctant, still not reluctant to run as it was obvious last week against New Orleans. Um, I um, I see him as uh, probably the, the 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 best besides I would say besides Calvin Johnson, uh, the 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 most valuable fantasy uh, player over the next two or three years. Um, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if your uh, skepticism uh, is, is correct. I I tend to go all in on players, so uh, I'm definitely all in on Cam Newton. Well, let's take a look at the Rams at the Bears. This is one of our Sunday games. How do you feel about the Rams this week? There's not not a ton to get excited about a lot of weeks with the Rams. What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I last time I was excited about the Rams offense, um, Mark Bolger was handing off to uh, Marshall Falk. So <laughs> I think that, um, I think, you know, look, I mean, Bradford had, had a nice game last week against, the Redskins uh secondary, which is not fantastic. Um the the Bears the Bears really uh with with the cover two they 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 kind of put a put a bottle on on deep threat. Well, luckily for the Rams they don't have any deep threats. They have nothing even close. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen Sam Bradford throw the ball beyond twenty yards. So um so I, I expect again Another nice game, perhaps a huge game from Amendola, from Danny Amendola, who mm-hmm. caught uh, 15 passes last week. Sitting um, on the bed, I think, a little bitter. I, <laughs> I think that uh, I think that the Bears will give give Amendola that underneath garbage all day. Um, so for PPR players, uh, you 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 have to play Amendola. I mean, I'm, I'm you have to play Amendola every week. But this week, I think that it's it's not unreasonable to expect another eight or ten catches for Amendola. Um, he doesn't create after the catch. He doesn't shed tacklers. But uh, you know, he's a he's a nice play for that format. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, watching Stephen Jackson this week is, uh, is is pretty important because he was injured slash bench slash injured again last week. I don't <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, the guy. He spiked the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Jeff Fisher said it, it was an injured groin, and and then the groin turns out to be okay. I mean, I know. Look, I know Stephen Jackson's a warrior. He's going to get through these things. But mm-hmm. um, but his uh, his backup Daryl Richardson looks fantastic. I mean, he uh, he looks like what Isaiah Pede was supposed to look like. Um, Isaiah Pede being the uh, the draft pick of the Rams last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that uh, Stephen Jackson owners should be uh, on the verge of being concerned. I mean, don't uh, don't start crying in the shower yet. But um, but definitely, if if uh, Daryl Richardson gets another 12, 15 carries this week, then uh, then it's it's time to uh, it's time to fret. I think for Stephen Jackson owners. Yeah, hopefully Jackson has has a decent week. He's he's usually pretty good against Chicago, but you never know with those Bears. Yeah, I think and I think Chicago is, is just gonna sell out against the run, and you know that that's mm-hmm. the story of Stephen Jackson's career. You know, I mean, the guy he, he's fantastic, um, mm-hmm. but when you're facing ten man front, I mean, you have no chance. I mean, even if even if you're this Goliath like he is, you're not. Yeah. You're not well, gonna... would you rather get beat by Stephen Jackson or Sam Bradford? You're going to take your chances on Sam Bradford's arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I mean, and, and also they have no, uh, 
they have no um, late thief threat, like I said. I mean, they have mm-hmm. uh, Gibson, who is okay, I guess, but, you yeah. know, uh, he Gibson probably wouldn't be a starter on, on 20 teams in the league. No, but when you're on the Rams and you have no real wide receivers, it's a good spot for Brandon Gibson. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I, I've actually uh, – um, I actually thought he played pretty well last week. I don't want to – I don't want to bash the guy, but um, I don't expect much from him this week. Yeah. Jay Cutler, I think, is going to have a tough week as well, um, partly because his offensive line hates him now, and it's hard to say what kind of blocking he's really going to get. Uh, <laughs> I like I like him more as a second quarterback option this week. He doesn't seem to be in the best of spirits, and I'm not entirely sure he's going to mentally show up for this game. It's kind of something we've seen over the years. Um, I I don't think this is going to be a real high-scoring game either way. Uh, with no Matt Forte because of his sprained ankle, I love Michael Bush this week. Um, I'm a big fan of starting him even when Forte is healthy as a flex player. But I think you can still start Brandon Marshall. And I'm, I'm okay with starting the defense. I'd say no to the tight end, but yes to the kicker. I, I think this is going to be one of the more underwhelming games of the weekend. Yeah, I, th- I can see the Bears... Uh, defense uh, just just pretty much dominating. I mean, they're at home. Um, they may score as many points as the offense does. Right. Yeah. I mean. I mean. You know. I think that uh, as far as uh, you know, plugging in defense for week three, it doesn't get better than theirs. I don't think this nope. week. And if you take a look at the Buffalo and Cleveland matchup, which we're gonna do now. Uh, the defensive situation gets a little bleaker than Chicago's. Um, Buffalo is a team, nobody's really sure what they're going to be yet. They've looked terrible and and all right, and they should be better than they've looked. And Cleveland is what I'd like to call a hot mess. So I'm not expecting a ton of great fantasy options out of this game, but what do you think for Buffalo? (laughs) Well, Again, I know it's really early, and I know these rankings fluctuate a lot from week to week, especially in the first, you know, uh, four four to six weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. But the Browns have the Browns have the 28th ranked defense, pass pass defense right now, and yeah. um, and Joe good. Hayden, yeah, <laughs> and, and Joe Hayden is suspended for four games for taking Adderall. Uh, the only the only so, good thing they had going for them was their cornerbacks, and now they're minus one, so that's not a good recipe. Yeah, I mean they're 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 minus uh, their their best one with the biggest ego. So I mean you know mm-hmm. this is uh, this is a disaster for their secondary. Um, I think that you saw that last week. I mean look, I mean uh, Andy Dalton, uh, you know look look like John Montana last week. It was unbelievable. I mean Andy Dalton hasn't had a good game since you know last October, October 2011, and then he mm-hmm. comes out and is just winging it everywhere. Looks fantastic. But that, that, that I don't think that that's a uh, that's a result of Dalton making adjustments or um, suddenly finding some arm strength where he had very little before. I think it's just a matter of the Browns secondary being truly, truly awful, and um, which is why uh, I would start. Uh, I mean, uh, most of the Bills wide receivers, but especially mm-hmm. Stevie Johnson, which I have more to say about Stevie Johnson later. So I'm going to save some of that. Um, All right. But um, uh, uh, Fitzpatrick um, actually was uh, talking up uh, Scott Chandler, his uh, big tight end, the other day, saying that um, that he's a great red zone 
uh, option for him. Uh, he's he's a big guy with some foot speed. Um, that he really trusts him, trusts his hands mm-hmm. in in the red zone and, and near the goal line. So I, I think Scott Chandler is a decent pickup for you know the the beleaguered masses who mm-hmm. uh, are going to be without Aaron Hernandez for the next six weeks or so. Um, he's I mean, he's I, available on most waiver wires, so now's the right, time to grab him. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and I mean, I think that it's it's going to be boom or bust for a guy like Chandler. I mean, you know, he's either going to He's either going to go for like 70 yards and a touchdown, or he's going to go for 25 yards and, and no score. Uh, so you You're know, not you know, the we of an Aaron Hernandez or or at least last year's Jason Witten. It's going to be a little sketchier. Right. Yeah, and, and I mean, if if you missed out on the Dennis Pitta sweepstakes, um, the the Ravens mm-hmm. tight end who's racking up um, targets like he's uh, Jimmy Graham. Uh, then uh, I think, you know, Chandler, you could do a whole lot worse than Chandler. Let's just say that. Very uh, true. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I guess, will will reap the benefits of the Browns being terrible in the yeah. secondary. Um, <laughs> and um, But, you know, uh, I guess the focal point for the Bills offense, as it was last week uh, and, and the week before, actually, is C.J. Spiller. Uh, I was mm-hmm. I was telling people on Twitter um all uh, all after week one, I said, you know, pretty much buy Spiller at any cost except for maybe your first-round guy. I mean, I'm not I, – I wasn't telling people to trade Ray Rice for, for Spiller, but, I mean, pretty close. I mean, I mean, Spiller, from here on out, even when Fred Jackson comes back, I know people are worried about that. I think Spiller is an easy top-ten running back option. The the guy whatever something something has clicked with him. He's incredibly fast, has an unbelievable burst. The Bills trust him. He catches a lot of passes. I, I just I think that, that he's a no brainer this week and weeks going forward. And there are a lot of no brainers on Cleveland. Mostly not to start any of them unless they're named Trent Richardson or Greg Little. <laughs> Beyond that, just say no. That's all you really need to know about Cleveland this week, there is not a lot happening there. Um, let's move so on to. No, no, I it just Brandon Whedon makes me sad. <laughs> oh come on, the guy threw the guy threw for like three twenty last week. Oh, whole three twenty. He's gonna do that this week, and he's got one receiver. <laughs> it's true. No, no, I I I actually threw for for three forty against the. Um, the Bengals secondary the other day. So that was, uh, I, I think, that that's that yeah. I mean, it's, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it now. Tampa Bay and yeah. Dallas has a lot a lot more to offer in the way of wide receivers. Uh, this is obviously a game as a Cowboys fan I'm excited about, and I think you as a Doug Martin fan are probably excited about. Exactly, yeah. I, I mean, I pretty much uh, was all in on Doug Martin as soon as he was drafted. It was, by it was like an open love letter over the summer. And, I mean, I got yeah. on board. I, if, <laughs> if anybody's listening to the show, I pushed Doug Martin the last couple of weeks. Saw my fantasy teams. Like, I drank the Kool-Aid. Hopefully you don't burn me because that would be terrible. But I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I, 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 never, I never bought into the whole, this is going to be a timeshare with Garrett Blunt. And, and he, here's, here's how I knew. Uh, I had special insight into um the uh the Bucks running situation. Um Ligarra Blunt is horrible at football. Uh, 
he's actually one of like like unbelievably terrible at football. So um, I didn't think that he was ever going to split carries with Doug Martin, and he hasn't. I mean, uh, Blunt last week didn't get a single carry. I mean, that, that that's unimaginable. It's people in the preseason who were pushing Blunt as as a, as a, as an overlooked. Uh, running back commodity who could be bought for cheap late in the draft. It, right? it was mostly overlooked for the reason that he was not good. Yeah, like, I mean he's he's actually bad. I mean, look at the guy. He's this huge hulking guy who is terrified of contact. I mean, the guy the guy leaps over people rather than rather than uh, uh, you know hits them head on. Uh, and, I, and yes, okay, the, the the jumping is nice and makes some nice YouTube highlights. I may have watched those YouTube highlights. You know, once or twice or 63 times. We but, can't confirm or deny it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's somewhere around 63, maybe 70. But, the, um, but I mean, look, Blunt's out of the picture. Martin is the guy. He had, I mean, this is a rookie with 24 carries in his first game, in the first game of his career. Uh, Greg Schiano, the head coach of the Bucks, clearly trusts this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to keep giving him the ball. Now, I know he hasn't broken out. I know he hasn't had that. 150-yard, two-touchdown game. Oh, yes. Um, I think that I think that, that game's coming. I know he only got 66 yards last week. Uh, he did score a touchdown. But the, the I'm Giants, hoping they, it's not this week, maybe next week. Just the Cowboys need right. this one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Listen, I, I, I know, I mean, last week against the Giants, he only had 66 yards. But, but the Giants were selling out against the Giants, which, which left Vincent Jackson wide open. So, um mm-hmm. So that that actually was a pretty good game for how the Giants were playing them. Um, Cowboys have the 23rd ranked run defense, and giving up 132 yards a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love I love Martin. I, I I've seen some people on Twitter, you know, some 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 people I really respect say, you know, Martin, you know, you might want to hedge on Martin this week. I, I'm again, obviously, uh, I'm all in on Martin. So yeah. Uh, Anybody else on Tampa you like this week? Yeah, uh, Vincent Jackson. I mean, you know, the guy was mm-hmm. he he had 20 targets this season, 10 both in week one and week two. The next closest guy is Mike Williams with eight. I, I mean, this is a huge disparity. If you watch the Bucks games, you'll see Josh Freeman will will take the snap, drop back, and his head never moves from mm-hmm. from uh, Vincent Jackson. I mean, the, he he zeroes in on him. Uh, he trusts him. He throws it up just. For the for the big guy to go get it, I I don't think you can go along with Vincent Jackson any week this year. I agree. I agree. Um, for the Cowboys, we got it, it's a little more spread out. I'm gonna say Tony Romo's a good start as well as Demarco Murray, um, Miles Austin, Des Bryant. I both like. It's kind of gonna be a crapshoot who's getting more of the targets with as it is each week with Tony Romo. Just say no to Kevin Ogletree. His best game was week one. It's never going to be that good, and this week the matchup is just not great for him. Jason Witten is more of a maybe. I lean towards yes. His ceiling is higher than a lot of other tight ends. Um, I'm going to say maybe on the defense, if you have a better matchup or you got somebody on the waiver wire, like the Cardinals, that may be somebody to go with. And also, yes to kicker Dan Bailey. I think there are going to be a few opportunities for him. And let's keep rolling into Jacksonville and Indy. This is another game that there may not be a ton fantasy wise. <laughs> what do you think about the Jaguars this week? Yeah, I mean, you know, basically this is a game where uh, that I mean, only look at only Jaguars 
fans, Colts fans, and fantasy players are interested in this. Uh, mm-hmm. In this game, right? I mean, I'm, this I mean, is no, where no like one... the worst group of replacement refs is going. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, the uh, uh, you know, I can't imagine who, who's refing this game if uh, you know. I might be. You and I might be. We might be getting the call after the show. No, I'm expecting that. I actually got, just got a text message. I think it might be from the league. We're getting um, the call. <laughs> but I mean, the the, the, the list is short. Um, Start Morris Jones through because you drafted him in the second round and you hate yeah. yourself. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, and no, no one else, no, no one else is worth starting. I mean, I mean, yeah, the Colts don't have a great defense. I mean, uh, unless you're in like a 32 team league, you're not starting Blaine Gabbert, who's all banged up now. So even the only then, thing worse than, even then I might not want to start Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the only thing worse than Blaine Gabbert on, in the world only thing worse is an injured Blaine Gabbert. I mean, yeah, which we're know, gonna get just, get excited about this week. It's coming. <laughs> I mean, he's. A, I'm just. I'm. I'm so tired of people trying to defend him on Twitter. Try, I mean, he's he, terrible. He is, he's. He's horrendous. He's. He's a scared young quarterback who mm-hmm. will be. I mean, the guy will be a third stringer by in two years, and it, he, he's a disaster. Anyway, sorry. That's all I got for the Jack. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Fantasy-wise on Indy, really only use Andrew Luck if you're starting two quarterbacks. Uh, Jacksonville is is oddly good against quarterbacks and, and the past game this year. Definitely start Donald Brown. Or Donald Brown. There you go. I'm starting to call him something else already. Uh, Donald Brown, Reggie Wayne I like because he's pretty much the only one who's catching passes. Austin Colley is not even sure if he's going to play or not. Just say no until he looks like he might be functional. I'm saying no to Cody Fleener because it just there's not enough points to go around. If you're starting anybody, it should be Donald Brown and Reggie Wayne. Let's keep rolling to the Jets in Miami. This will be an interesting game. The Oh man. The Wildcat could rear its head. This this was the biggest thing five years ago. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I'm actually a, a Dolphins fan, I mean, in name only. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't on. dislike the Dolphins. I've, I've liked some of the players they've brought in. They just, they just continue to make my life crazy fantasy wise. Like Reggie Bush is the only functional thing coming out of there. Ugh. I mean, he's more than functional. I mean, what, what is it? The, the guy I think is the top scoring fantasy. If there's only one good player on the field, how are defenses letting this happen? You know why? Because I think the Dolphins. Because the Dolphins' offensive and defensive line are are well above average. I mean, I don't want to say they are. They don't get any credit for that. They do have good lines. I mean, look at in the trenches. The Dolphins are great. I mean, you know, they they have uh, you know basically like junior varsity players playing skill positions, except for quarterback. I, I kind of like Tannehill. But mm-hmm. um, if they if they would just get some some improve if they would improve at the skill positions, I, I think that they would actually be a respectable team. Um, what do you think about the Jets this week? I mean, not much, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I think um, I pointed this out in my uh, fake football column this week. The Dolphins are a great spot start, a great streaming defense start because yeah. um, they've held Arian Foster to three yards to carry and mm-hmm. um, Darren McFadden to 2.2 yards to carry. Um and uh, I, you know, so I mean, I don't know if you've yet to 
more elite running backs than BMC and, and Arians. Um, this week they're going to be going up against the you know fearsome duo of Sean Green, who had a lead last week's game with uh, maybe some sort of concussion situation, and mm-hmm. um, his backup pal, who is I think is much better than Green, but is also not a fantasy option this week against the Dolphins' stout run defense. Um, yeah. the, the Dolphins have been ripped through the air. Uh, 31st in the league. I think that might be uh, more a result of them being so good against the run that teams just take to the end. So I, I guess Antonio Holmes is, is is worth a start if you're if you're if you're hurting at receiver. Um, you know, look at start Sanchez in all of your uh, fantasy leagues that award bonuses for revenue from shaving products. I think that's. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a no-brainer at this point. The ever-popular um, stat category. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, you get three points for every uh, uh, shit commercial that comes up. So, a lot um, of points right there. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> before we get to the Jets real, or the uh, Dolphins real quick, we do have a caller. Hi, how Hello. are you? Hello. Um, I just wanted to, to know what you think of... Um, of the Cardinals this week as a team, I know it's not really fancy, but um, <laughs> but do you think they're getting slightly overrated because of the uh, win in New England? I, I think they're not a terrible team, but now I think I've seen people picking them to win, you know, a bunch of games and everything now. And just curious to you know what your thoughts are on that. I mean, I I think the the New England win definitely made people overestimate the Cardinals a little bit. Uh, they they still kind of are in transition. They, they don't even have a set quarterback right now with Skelton out. Um, I think they'll be competitive this week in Philly. They may be able to even sneak out a win there. It would be a little tougher, but I think I agree with you. There are a lot of people who are maybe a little more excited about Arizona when they still have a lot of question marks. And and I'm 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 actually with them because anything that hates the Patriots, I'm a Giant fan, so yeah, why not? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you'll you'll never forget, will you? You'll never forget. Yeah, of course not. No, but I don't know. I just and also another thing I think about Philly is that I think they're one of the weirdest two and O teams I've seen in a while because they're Vic has been terrible. Say the least, and well, I don't, 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 don't know if Vic's been terrible. Well, well, like, I mean, coin receptions—he's a million interceptions already. Yeah, uh, okay. he, <laughs> sure. yeah, no, no, he, 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 no, he, he's made some turnovers. But, but I mean, the, the guy—I mean, fantasy-wise, I think I think at the at the end of the season, if he plays 16 games, he's a lock for a top five or six uh, uh, quarterback. All right. I, I really think I think I think Vic's getting getting kind of the short end of the stick. Yeah, maybe. Also, this, now this is a fantasy question. Um, I have four running backs, and I want to know, I, I'm able to start um, three of them because I have a running back guard receiver option. I have mm-hmm. Jamal Charles, Adrian Peterson, um, Darren McFadden, and Chris Johnson. I'm leaning wait, 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 are, are you in a 14 league? Yes, I actually am. Because <laughs> I, 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 I made a little, what's it called, just a bunch of my guys because I want to play with my friends, you know? So nice. I was... Whatever. They're going to ask about my quarterback. It's a four. It's a it's a it's a team league. Is it, are you serious about this? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent serious. Because I, I, it's a bunch of my friends. It's it's more fun than than uh, you know playing against <laughs> random guys because it's bragging rights, you know. Yeah. That's amazing. 
So my quarterbacks are actually Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. So oh. I mean that that doesn't suck. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. Can you tell me your your running backs? Wait, you have uh, uh, AP Jamal, AP, Jamal Charles, Darren McFadden, and Chris Johnson. Jeez, man. So who Lord. am I starting this week? I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to start Adrian Peterson. That's what I think I'm pretty yeah. going to do. I mean, here's here's the thing. Uh, the the 49ers. Uh, defense, especially their run defense, is basically like fantasy football's black hole, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I own Kevin Smith in one of my leagues, uh, you know, because I'm a horrible fantasy owner, and um, and and when he when he would run for over like a yard and a half a carry last week, last Sunday night against the Niners, uh-huh. I mean, I would drop to my knees and and you know thank various deities for for their mercy. I mean, this is. Uh, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson. Yet yeah, you you have to play him, right. but expectations I think should be should be pretty low. Don't uh-huh. play Jamal Charles unless unless you hear something. I, I think I think Jamal Charles the sore knee is scaring me. Right. Um, you got to roll with Darren McFadden. And um, yeah. and and Chris Johnson can't be that bad forever. Eventually, I know that's what I'm hearing. Up. Actually, I'm hearing that you know Chris Johnson might might turn around this game or you know. So I'm a little I'm cautiously optimistic over here. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd like him too. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to continue to get burned by him in fantasy, and I'd yeah. love it for that not to happen. No, but I made a horrible <laughs> trade though. I had Darren Sproles, and I traded for Chris Johnson and uh, Robert and Marcus Colson. So I got a little burnt over there. No, no, listen, I, I don't think he got burned. I mean, I, I know, look, I know Sproles had a nice week last week, but I, I don't I don't buy this whole thing that Chris Johnson is, is completely done, is a guy who's going to be benched, is a guy who's only going to score you two or three points a week. I mean, this is what people were saying last year. Now, he's not he's not the elite runner that he was two or three years ago, but I think that but with he's the, a guy... But with all the other running backs, you do have the protection there, so if, if he has a, a lower production day, you won't get hurt as bad. Right. Wait, can I ask you a question, man? Can, yeah. Uh, what uh, is CJ Spiller on your waiver wire? Um, actually, he was just picked up today. But yeah, uh, <laughs> just that's I don't crazy. buy it. Actually, I don't. I don't buy the CJ Spiller because he had two good games and what? I don't know. No, I don't, wait, I don't no, think Fred no, no, Jackson no, no, needs no. surgery. That's why. So I don't. Wait, no, 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 no. It's not. Look at, look at. This is not a thing where CJ Spiller is just taking advantage of Fred Jackson's injury. Uh, CJ Spiller is a real thing. I I, I can't. I, I'm I'm trying. I'm begging people. Please invest in CJ Spiller. Listen, in your in your little fourteen league, yeah. Please trade Chris Johnson for CJ Spiller right now. It, well, as we talk, go to your computer, oh uh, trade, goodness. make that trade. You think? <laughs> all right, I hear, but I'm playing against a smart guy, so I don't know if he'll do it or not. All right, well, <laughs> guys, guys, not stupid over here. All right. No, no, well, no, no, be no. sure be sure to to let CD know on Twitter what happens. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll see you. Because the thing right. is, also, I have a good team. So if I pick someone up, I'll have to drop someone good. So. True. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck this week. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Good luck. All right. We are coming down the home stretch of the show, so we are going to take this double time. We're going to go with just letting you know who we're starting on each team and. Try to get through this before the end of the show. And, again, if you guys have any questions, feel free to hit us up on Twitter or give us a call, and we're more than happy to answer them for you. Uh, Getting back to the Jets-Dolphins game, fantasy-wise for Miami, I see Ryan Tannehill as really only a two-quarterback league option. Uh, I do like the guy and just 
not completely ready to say yes to him on his own. Um, start Reggie Bush, start Brian Hartline. He and Tannehill have uh, great chemistry right now. Otherwise, no Devon Beth, no Legadu Nane, no Anthony Fasano is, and his hands of stone. But I would start the defense. I would start the kicker, Dan Carpenter. I'm not real optimistic about what the Jets are going to put up point-wise. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it sounds and like a like a seventeen thirteen game. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me too much. Let's take a look at San Francisco Minnesota, which we touched on a little bit there, talking about Adrian Peterson. What do you think about the Forty ers this week? Well, I mean, the uh, the Vikings defense is actually uh, pretty pretty good so far this year. I mean, again, two weeks so. They can be gripped at any point, and then their um, ranking can plummet. But uh, Vikings have the 12th-ranked run defense in the league. Um, uh, they, uh, they are averaging, let's see, I'm sorry, I'm misreading my stats here. Uh, the Vikings, they, they, they also have the 10th-ranked pass defense. So uh, 12th-ranked run defense, 10th-ranked pass defense. Uh, I see this as a 17-3 to kind of game. I, I think the Vikings as well. I'm mean, I'm sorry. I think the Niners are really shut down um, the Vikings um, defensively, and uh, uh, but you know you're, you're look at you're playing Frank Gore, uh, who's having this uh, late career resurgence that right. really really is the bane of every of every Kendall Hunter owner's uh, life right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and you know you might look at play Crabtree if if you're in a uh, you know. If you need a flex, uh, you know, Alex Smith goes to Crabtree a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, look at bench Randy Moss. This is not 2003. Just stop. Just stop with Randy Moss. Just say um, Randy Moss. It's, it, it's ridiculous. The guy plays like 20 snaps a game, and people are plugging him into the lineup. Just, I mean, it, just stop killing yourself, and, and, and please stop playing Randy Moss. Uh, Alex Smith, <laughs> you know, he proved last week that, you know, he's not half bad. I mean... Yeah, he could be a real quarterback. Him. Yeah, he's a real boy. So, play him. Play him if you're in the two-quarterback <laughs> league. Fantasy-wise for Minnesota, there's not quite as much to be excited about. Christian Ponder really is only a second quarterback option, and even then, not a great one. It is the San Francisco 49ers defense. Um, I still like Adrian Peterson and Percy Harvin. Otherwise, I just... Leave the rest out there. Maybe if you really are desperate for a kicker, start Blair Walsh. But, again, there's just not going to be a lot of points to go around there. Let's take a look at Kansas City at New Orleans. This Kansas City team, not quite what people thought they were going to be. What do you think about their fantasy players? I, I see this uh, as, you know, the as, as just how the, sec- the, the first two weeks went. For the Chiefs, uh, I think they're going to get down. Yeah, I think they're going to get down huge early. Uh, I think the Saints are going to come out and just absolutely shred a terrible, terrible Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to get up by you know three touchdowns, maybe more, uh, and then the Chiefs are going to go like they had the last two weeks. They're going to go into all-out comeback mode, which basically kills the value of Peyton Hillis, Jamal Charles. Uh, uh, and, uh, and and really boosts the value of Dwayne Bowe. Um, you know, I think uh, once uh, Chiefs get down a lot, they're just going to start throwing it all around the uh, all around the field. And uh, I think 
Lebo will be the beneficiary of that. Um, he had a, a, a monster game last week. I, I see him as a multiple touchdown candidate this week. Uh, you know, you should remember that the, the Saints, uh, the Saints defense is the worst in the league right now. I mean, they're just terrible. I mean, some somewhere, somewhere, Greg Williams is weeping right on Sundays. I mean, he's literally just he's he's in his living room. He's probably drinking heavily and he's weeping. Yeah, so, maybe maybe uh, wearing some yeah, affidavits. You just never know what he's up to these days. <laughs> right, he's probably talking to lawyers. He's probably telling. He's probably, you know like, he's probably coaching a little league team and telling them to uh, um, what is it? Kill the head, and uh, what, what then the it? legs will die, and the, yeah. and the body will die. Yes, exactly. He's probably telling eight year olds that because Greg Williams is history's greatest monster. I said that on Twitter a few weeks ago. People were furious. Well, there you go. Greg Williams is... let's take a look at what is good about the Saints. (laughs) Fantasy-wise, there's a lot to get excited about this week. It's pretty much the complete opposite of what I told you to do with the Browns. Start just about everybody on the Saints. Start Drew Brees, Mark Ingram, Darren Sproles, Pierre Thomas could even be a flex player. Start Jimmy Graham, start Marquise Colston. Um, Say no to Devery Henderson. He's not going to do you any good. Lance Moore is really a deeper league flex option right now. It's the Marquise Colston show, and their run game is just too good, and their running backs all catch passes, which is going to take away from your wide receivers. Um, I'm still going to start the defense. I know they've looked terrible, but Kansas City doesn't really scare me that much, and I'm starting the kicker. He's going to be doing a lot of kicking this week. Let's take a look at Detroit at Tennessee. Uh, this this could be an interesting game. I, I think I'll watch a little bit of this. Yeah, no, I, I think... Uh... I think this is this this could be uh the kind of the breakout game for Matt Stafford and, and Calvin Johnson. Obviously mm-hmm. you're playing them every week anyway. I know Matt Stafford has been underwhelming this, this year so far. Uh but uh, I expect him to have a, a really nice day uh at Tennessee. Um obviously you're starting both of them. Uh Titus young people, you poor people, just 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 bench him. He's still behind uh, Nate, Nate Burleson. He'll probably be behind him for the next 20 years. So um, <laughs> just, just just stop with, with Titus Young. Um, my last piece of advice is to play Mikel LaShore. I know that he's, um, I know he's coming he's off a suspension. He's real kind of good waiver wire pick this week. Right. I know he's an unknown commodity, but I think that you need to start him. I think that Kevin, you know, Kevin Smith had 36 snaps last week where uh, his backup, uh, Ja'Kay Bell, I don't even know how to say his first name, Bell had 20 snaps. So, you know, they obviously don't see Smith as a, an every-down back. I think LaShore is your, is your guy. He's your playing this week. I fully agree with that. Uh, fantasy-wise for Tennessee, Jake Locker still not giving you the points to be a, a solar quarterback. If you're in a two-quarterback league format, you can start him. Otherwise, probably not this week. Uh, Chris Johnson is kind of a conundrum. I'm not ready to say sit him, even though it is the Detroit defense. He can't only have seven yards. Peyton Manning can't continue to outrush him. It just won't happen forever, and I'm not giving up yet. I am starting Kenny Britt, but not Nate Washington. No to Damian Williams and Kendall Wright this week. There's just not enough to go around, but I am starting Jared Cook. I think he's going to continue to, to become more and more of a fantasy asset as the year goes on. Say no to the defense. They're going to get burned, uh, but do start kicker Rob Baronis. 
And let's look at Cincinnati at Washington, a couple of young quarterbacks going against each other. Uh, for Cincinnati, uh, I think that they're helped a lot by the, the major losses on defense by the Skins this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost, uh, you know, they, they lost Brian Arakpo for the rest of the season uh, and um, Carriker. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. Two okay. big losses for sure. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, they 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 were ripped. Amendola ripped them last week. I love AJ Green this week. I know that AJ Green owners mm-hmm. are a little on edge because he hasn't he hasn't given you thirty points a week like you expected, but um, this but is I, week to I do see, it. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see him as a as as a you know easily he could catch ten balls on Sunday. Um, so definitely play him. You know, I mean, look at Andy Dalton looked halfway decent against a horrible Browns secondary. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. look uh, equally halfway decent against a terrible Redskins secondary. So, um, you know, so look, look to him too. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. You know, if he gets to go one carry or two. He, you know, he might be uh, a top five running back this week, um, but uh, but if he doesn't get those rolling carries, I kind of fear for him. So um, those are the three guys that I would start uh, for the Bengals. I think this is a game that may come down to the wire, like like last week's Washington game. Um, I'm starting RG three. He is single handedly put getting all of the offensive points. It feels like if Pierre Garcon comes back from that foot injury, which it looks like he may, I'm definitely going to start him. And I'm going to start their kicker. That's about it. I hate playing Shana Hannigans. I don't want to mess with Alfred Morris and, and all of the the nonsense that goes along with that because as soon as Morris has something good happen, he's going to put Evan Royster in and it's going to make you insane. I just Enough things make me crazy. I don't need Mike Shanahan to help. <laughs> so, right. No, I mean, it, it'll literally put you in a straitjacket, I'm sure. Yes. I hate it. I hate every minute of it, and I just, I won't, I won't do it. <laughs> won't do it. <laughs> Let's right. take a look at Philadelphia at Arizona, another game we talked briefly about before. What do you think about the Eagles? The, I know the Cardinals defense was kind of anointed after, you know, last week after uh, uh, shutting down the Patriots for most of that game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I mean, I know Patrick Peterson is is at an emerging shutdown corner, and I know mm-hmm. that the, the the Eagles are going to be probably be without Jerry Macklin this week, who has a hit pointer, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not scared. I'm just not scared of the Cardinals' defense. I just don't see them as as a defense to really shy away from. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, that you start. I mean, like I said, Michael Vick, I like him a lot. Play him. Deshaun Jackson is a little nicked up, but you play him. Deshaun McCoy. I mean, the uh, the defensive. Um, I mean, the offensive options for Philly are kind of obvious here. Uh, mm-hmm. Brett Selleck, uh is, uh, you know, primary target for Michael Vick, so uh, he'll he'll be a solid option this week too. I just I feel like you have to start Arizona's defense at least until Philadelphia stops giving up four or five turnovers a game. It's just mm-hmm. like they're mm-hmm. they're giving away gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, beyond that. Uh, it's not even clear who's going to play quarterback this week for Arizona. If it's Kevin Cobb, you can start him as a second quarterback. He knows Philadelphia very well. He did spend a few years there. Um, 
Beanie Wells is more of a flex option for me this week. I don't think he's going to have a huge game. I just don't think the run game is going to be as big against that Philadelphia defense. I do like Larry Fitzgerald. Just say no to the tight ends. They couldn't hold on to the ball at all. Um, I am going to start the defense and the kicker, though. I think this will be an interesting game. It's going to be all Cobb coming back to Philly, but it'll. there's definitely some fantasy value there, which is good. Sure. Let's take a look at Atlanta in San Diego. Um, well, I mean, I I think uh, you're you're starting, you know, you're starting your Matt Ryan, you're starting Roddy White, who mm-hmm. Roddy White is the new Julio Jones. Is that is that correct? Is that what I'm hearing? I don't know. I think so. I that's word yeah. on the street. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's, I mean, I mean, this is why people were drafting Roddy White at the end of the first round in fantasy draft. Mm-hmm except for that they weren't at all, and um, instead he dropped into the fourth fifth round. But, That's uh, what you call a steal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and look, I mean, Julio Jones owners uh, should, uh, you know, probably, uh, you know, stop crying for now. Um, I think that uh, everything will be okay. You still have mm-hmm. a physical beast on your team. Uh, the guy has a little drop issue right now, but I think we find uh the Falcons are really committed to feeding force feeding him the ball. So mm-hmm. start him. Uh you know the the Chargers have been really tough against the run this year. I know that they played two really horrible running teams. Uh including Darren McFadden who they shut down. But uh right. bench Michael Turner. I mean just just like with Randy Moss it's way past time to, to bench Michael Turner. The fact that he's on your team is probably a problem because you probably put too high. Um, mm-hmm. And now, you know, not only is he Michael Turner and he's overweight and he's slow, but now he's drunk and he's driving. Just, just stop it like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Michael Turner is a conundrum right now. Um, for the Chargers, I think he can start Philip Rivers and Ryan Matthews. Um, Robert Meacham, I, I like more as a flex option or a deeper league play. Antonio Gates, I definitely want to start. Uh, that's about it, though. There's just it, it's not an easy matchup. Let's look at Houston at Denver. This is a game I was a little more excited about before Peyton Manning's pick fest the other night. Uh, I think there will he'll bounce back a little bit, though. What do you think about Houston? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like Matt Schaub ever. But especially because Champ Bailey will be uh, <laughs> um, Champ Bailey will be on uh, Andre Johnson this week, and uh, we saw what Champ Bailey did to Julio Jones last week. So uh, yeah. I'm not saying look, at, you're going to play Andre Johnson because um, you invested your uh, heart, your fantasy heart, and soul into Andre Johnson this year, if you have him. So um, uh, don't play Shaw, uh, depending on your options. Mm-hmm. Play Andre Johnson. Obviously, you're playing Arian Foster, Fantasy Jesus, and um, true. Uh, besides that, I, I don't. I don't see much. Uh, I don't see many fantasy options uh, for the Texans. I mean, you're you're playing their defense too, and I think that's obvious because they're they're an elite defense. Yeah, I, I think Peyton Manning is more of a second quarterback start. He just until he gets a sea legs under him and he's playing a little bit more favorable of a defense. It's not safe to let him out on his own. Um, I do want to start Demarius Thomas. I'm saying no to Eric Decker this week. It just it's not everyone wanted him to be the guy and it's Demarius Thomas. We just need to live with that. 
I love Jacob Tammy at tight end. Really only use Willis McGahee as a flex player. Uh, it's a short week. It's a tough defense. I just I don't love the matchup. I'm starting the kicker, and that's about it. And let's look at Pittsburgh and Oakland. Another interesting matchup. Carson Palmer, I, I don't know what to, how to feel about him quite yet. What do you think about the Steelers? Um, well, the Raiders somehow have the eighth-ranked um, eighth ranked pass defense. And they're allowing 207. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> right, how did this happen? They're allowing, yeah, they're allowing 207 yards a game. Now, again, two weeks, who knows, but this might be because their run defense is awful, so teams are just, you know, running it down their throats. Um, and that will probably open uh, the door for Todd Haley to ruin everyone everyone's life, lives and uh, continue to use Isaac Redman, uh, you know, like he's Adrian Peterson. So, um, I, you know, I mean, you're probably starting Roethlisberger, I guess. I mean, if you're in a if you're in a ten team league, there's got to be someone better. But if you're in a twelve team league, I guess you're starting Roethlisberger. Um, uh, you know, go with go with uh, Antonio Brown, go with Mike Wallace. Uh, you know, besides that, uh, I just I would stay away from the Pittsburgh backfield. Yeah, it's it's kind of a crapshoot there right now, and I guess. It's a good week for Oakland to be playing with them since they don't have a hugely successful run game yet. Um, Carson Palmer, again, more of a second quarterback option. He finally sort of has a wide receiver in Denarius Moore, who probably in the next three weeks will be hurt because that seems to be how it goes in Oakland. They just don't ever stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, I am going to start Moore and Darren McFadden. Just say no to Darius Hayward Bay. No to their defense. Uh, I do really like tight end Brandon Myers. He's getting a lot of targets. He hasn't put up huge numbers yet, but he he and Carson Palmer have a great, great thing going right now. He's available in so many leagues. If he's sitting on your waiver wire, go pick him up now. Stash him away. You can start him this week. You can wait and see how this develops, but it's going to be a good thing. And definitely start the ever entertaining Sebastian Janikowski. He's going to be kicking a lot this week. Um, And let's take a look at the Sunday night game, New England at Baltimore. This two teams coming in who had huge expectations coming into the year and maybe have gotten a a little bit of a reality check over these last two weeks. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, the uh, gnashing of teeth uh, that uh, Tom Brady owners (laughs) went through last week was pretty epic. Um can't say I, I didn't uh enjoy that. But um the uh I, I think you know Brandon Lloyd owners who are looking to sell, first of all, stop being stupid. And secondly, your your guy's about to explode. Uh Aaron Hernandez is out for six weeks. Um Tom Brady is is targeting Brandon Lloyd. It's not it's not like Lloyd is just running routes with no targets. Was getting plenty of balls thrown his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think this is this is a week that he that he scores that he scores that he posts a, a nice game. Uh, keep starting him. There's no reason to be worried here. Um, I think Stephen Ridley is you know right now he's a top seven running back option. There's yeah. absolutely no reason that you should this week unless you're mm-hmm. the guy who called in earlier and are in a 14 league. True, um, true. That must be nice. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and obviously Brady, I, I still start Welker. I know that uh, people are really down on him, but, uh, you know, continue to start him. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, besides that, I think um, uh, I, I think you're just starting your, your regular Patriots, you know, Gronkowski, everybody. Yeah, I agree. And this is one of the few weeks that I'm going to tell you, do not start the Ravens' defense. This is just not not a good recipe for success, and there are way better options out there defensively. Um, I I do still like Joe Flacco. I love Ray Rice this week. Um, I don't want to start Anquan Bolden, but I do like Torrey Smith and Jacoby Jones. Dennis Pitta is not a, a bad option, but I think there may be slightly better tight end options. It's really going to depend on what you have and what's available. Don't start that defense. Start the kicker. I think this is going to be a, a relatively high-scoring game on both sides. So it, it'll be a, a fun one to watch. Maybe yeah, not so I, much I, I if you have so. the Ravens defense, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope it is. I mean, if it's another, like, 14-7 game, I, I seriously don't know if I can watch the whole thing. <laughs> oh, and we have uh, the Green Bay-Seattle matchup on Monday Night Football that I'm sure when they scheduled this, Schedule makers in the NFL were very excited about the Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Flynn matchup, which is not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> it makes it makes the game a lot less interesting to watch. Um, I think Green Bay is going to win this pretty handily. What do you think? Oh uh, no, I, I I disagree. I, I think I think I mean I don't want to say I like Seattle. Uh, I, I nobody nobody I think... wants to say it, but we're starting to think it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, then I'll then I'll say it. I like Seattle to win. I like I like Seattle to beat the Packers on Monday night. Uh, oh, they, they are a legit, <laughs> listen. They are a legit defense. Um, this is not something that uh, that is going to come and go from week to week. I think that uh, they're they're a real defense. The the on their home field they are. I mean that they terrorize all sides on their home field. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Packers didn't exactly look like, you know, didn't look like world beaters against the Bears last week. Um, I still think that you, you look, you're playing Rodgers, you're playing Jordy, mm-hmm. you're playing, you know, you're, you're, Greg Jennings plays, I know he's been nicked up, you're, you're playing him. Uh, Jermichael Finley and all his dropping, you still have to go with him because he's being targeted heavily. I mean, you, you can't bench a guy who's getting opportunities, and, and, right. and Jermichael Finley is still getting opportunities. Um, Cedric Benson is a decent play, uh, like flex play maybe. I mean, the guy, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going up against a, a wicked run defense. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, play play your Packers, but, geez, I mean, it it almost couldn't be worse. Again, uh, well, against I, I agree. I really like the Seattle defense, but mm-hmm. I just don't think they have enough offensively that I, I'm truly excited that feel like they're going to overpower the Green Bay defense, and I think the Green Bay defense may be the deciding factor. Maybe I'm just still bitter about last week and the beatdown they put on my Cowboys. I don't know, <sighs> but <laughs> Russell Wilson is only a second quarterback option. Start Marshawn Lynch, start Sidney Rice, say no to Golden Tate and Braylon, William, Braylon Edwards. I'm I'm so angry thinking about Seattle last week. I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, see, um, you, you need I'm, to you need to embrace the Seahawks. I think at this point. I I just still have nightmares about that Cowboys playoff game. I just I I can't like. Uh, I see. <laughs> uh, I'm not interested in the Seattle tight ends this week. 
start their defense, but don't start the kicker. I don't think this is going to be all that high scoring of a game. Um, it's definitely not going to be the game we thought we were going to get in the preseason. <laughs> but it'll it's Monday Night Football. We're going to watch anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that does bring us to the end of the evening. And we want to thank you so much, CD, for coming and guest hosting with me. The Sherpa will be returning to us next week. And you can find us all week long, all over the place. Uh, you can find us at on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. And you can email us at the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa page and FantasyFootballSherpa.com for the blog and all the great rankings over there. And you can find myself at JKIM16 on Twitter and CDCD Carter. One three, and of course, be sure to check them out on Bleacher Report, the Fake Football, and go to Amazon.com and buy his amazing fantasy football centric <laughs> short story. You. you will not regret it. <laughs> and uh, be sure to come back next Wednesday at 9:30. We'll be here again, going through all the Week Four matchups and all that good stuff. Thank you again so much for being a part of this. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a great week, guys. All right.